What's important to you? What's important to me? Making sure my family is well taken care of, my home secure, and not overpaying for necessities like home insurance and car insurance. My South Carolina Farm Bureau agent, Grant Williams, not only ensured I had the correct coverage, but he combed through my policy and removed anything I didn't need, which turned into savings for me. He's professional, very knowledgeable, and a pleasure to work with. Grant not only took care of my home and car insurance needs, more importantly, educated me about life insurance and set me up with the policy that's affordable. Most people put life insurance off until it's too late or too expensive. And Grant helped me make the adult decision. Call him today at 803-995-8484. If my dad can't save you money on your car insurance, he doesn't even want your business. You gonna get off his corners? You gonna leave his people be? Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new club? You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me, brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk. He ain't killing him. Fuck, they call you man boy. Since I was a full grown man, I was still just a little boy. Man boy. Are you sleeping at night, son? Like a baby. What's the rock get a hold of their ass? The person you knew, they gone. I had plans for you. I made arrangements. Arrangements? Yes, arrangements. Come on, Avi. You don't admit what this shit really about. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. This is our Snowfall Recap Show. It's your boy, Be Easy. And your boy, Kane. We back. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Shiana. She was on the first episode. Shout out to Holistic One. Yeah. Um, But this time, it's just me and you, my dog. Hey, as it end, it shall start. As it start, it shall end. Ain't that what they say? That's what the Bible say. You just made that up. Uh, that what they say. The first shall be last, last shall be first. You know you can pull that microphone to you. You can sit, just sit back and relax. I'm in pimp mode right now because we set it in 86 in Cali, and I'm on my feel more slim shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah, this is episode two. Uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. Snowfall. Um. Shit. How you like the episode, man? Um. It's just adjustment for me, man, because I remember complaining to you last season, the episodes where well, the beginning of the season kind of started out slow. Mm-hmm. So it's still starting out slow, but now I understand why. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm playing, I'm paying more attention to um, everybody's specific role and what they have going on in their life individually. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know before, every everything kind of was ran all together. Everybody was a unit. And then Franklin was doing whatever he was doing on the side. Mm-hmm. But now, like, everybody doing whatever they doing on the side, you know what I'm saying? So now I can pay attention to what everybody doing individually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I like it, man, because it's showing everybody's life individually. And I know eventually everything going to come to fruition and everything going to, you know, intertwine. But right now I'm enjoying seeing how everybody flourishing on their own, doing mm-hmm. their own thing, their own life, living life, however they're living it. Yeah, I'm like you. Eventually, that's it's gonna come to a head. Like, cause you can see the like, cause most a lot of this episode was like Teddy and shit like that. But you know what I'm saying, like with Louis and um, and also Leon, cause I think this the episode where he uh go to Leon and, and make the proposition to Leon about the business deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Leon kind of going his own way. He gonna yeah. go his own way. Wasn't it episode two uh, last season where he went to um, Leon about advice or whatever with the whole Scully man boy situation too? 
And and Leon told him, man, stay the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, I, I need I need you, I need you, Leon. He's like, man, I got a business. I got these projects to look after. I can't stop all of this to come back and drive you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. He mm-hmm. we wanted him to um come back in because cause by that t- that was after um Franklin got shot and Franklin was out the game for a while and Leon mm-hmm. kind of yep. made his own way. Um so yeah, then he back. But this time he trying to, you know, they I guess they back together now. So you know what I'm saying? He's trying to do that. But um I guess we get into it a little later. I'll go ahead and say how um Leon um get was giving Franklin books. He had all them books in there and all that kind of stuff. So I want to see how they play out with that type of stuff too. Um Yeah, y'all know how we do here, you know. We find out who won the episode, who lost. Yo, and we forgot to do the uh what things that changed but stayed the same last time. We did? Yep. I, I thought, thought I did mine. I thought about it last night and I was taking a shit. Oh yeah. I guess we'll get you wanna do that now from the first episode? Yeah, you go first. Uh, from the first episode, the things that more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, we did forget that. Mm-hmm. Let me see what did I put down. I wrote down um, when Franklin got racially uh, stereotyped when he uh, when first he walked in there. Cocaine? Okay, yeah. They asked me if you had about some cocaine. Yeah, that ever happened to you going somewhere? <laughs> All the time. Me and my homeboy, me and my, shout out my boy Chad. We used to go places and like it don't matter where we were. Me and him was together. Mm-hmm. Somebody, out, hey, hey man, you got some man. One time this dude was like, hey man, it was a truck driver. We was at the pilot on fifty two. Shout out to uh. 52 in the homes, you know, around the home. Pilot in the TA and all that right up in there. Yeah, we was at the pilot and um, a dude walking into the truck. I was like, hey man, y'all got got any crack? (laughs) He was like, like, nah. And then he walked off. He was like, nigga, we look like crack dealers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's that's like, uh, what movie that was where the the white boys was in the car rapping some lyrics or some songs. They were saying um, something. No, it was the Dave Chappelle episode. Uh, the white, the black, white supremacist. Remember, he plugged the white boys. They was playing like Fifty Cent or something. Oh yeah, and he, he was, was like, turn that shit like, down. He's like, hey, you niggers, turn that shit down, you niggers. And he drove off. He was like, the white boys was like, yo, he called us niggers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Look at that nigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was it. I, I, th- I think for me, uh, it was the dress code. Cause you see how like Leon always got like his Adidas track suit on. Uh, you know, back then they wore you know kind of tighter jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, before you know the baggy clothes took mm-hmm. over, and now here it is, twenty twenty. Oh yeah, the tra- I got on the tracksuit right now. Got on the tracksuit right now, and yeah. it's back when fitted, fitted kind of skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, even even when you say that, even um like some of the shit Jerome be wearing, mm-hmm. like all that Gucci print yeah, shit. Gucci print, and you know on this episode too, he had on no episode one, he had on the Gucci black collar shirt that was dope mm-hmm. as fuck. That I think somebody I think it's the same shirt out now, but instead of the green and red, it got the snake on it. On oh, the collar. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think the fashion, even though it's 40 years later, time wise, mm-hmm. the shit done returned back to the same. Like you say, Gucci, um, the fitted pants, the track suits. Even a lot of the shirts that um, Franklin was the, wearing. The, the Lacoste. Yeah, yeah, the Lacoste. Uh, the shit. At one time, you know, Shell told that had a little run about, about mm-hmm. two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And also, hair. You know, for probably mid nineties to probably mid two thousands, it was low cut, low cut, clean shade type mm-hmm. shit. And then you know the Migos, not even the Migos, uh, who was J Money and Roscoe Dash, all them bought that whole nappy Afro shit back. Oh yeah, and then that evolved back into braids, where the mohawk into the top braids, and mm-hmm. then the, uh, the dreads again. Mm-hmm. So now you see Leon got his shit braided. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Scully Homeboy in last season, his shit was um, braided the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, trends are starting to 
come back around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that yeah, that, yeah. that things that change but still stay the same. Yeah, word. That was a good. One. Yeah, that you know, you know that, that's why we right here, man, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we get into the episode two commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, this this episode kind of it started back with like a lot of the flashbacks of everything that happened last season and a lot of the stuff that happened with with Teddy. Um, and so then you know we did the uh title screen and then it flashed back to eleven months and Teddy was in DC. And he was trying to get his way back into the CIA. Um, he was with Have Maya. Um, and he went to, um, that was when he met him at the, um, at the restaurant. Yeah, rest, uh, at the bar, rest, whatever, at the bar whatever. Yeah. whatever. Teddy Bryant, one of the guys that <clears throat> he can't let work, like he can't separate life from work. And I think I told you that last season where, like, you remember, I, th- I think I told you, I think Teddy and um, Reed. He didn't know how to separate them two. Like Reed was starting to flow over in Teddy life, and because you remember that his drug dealing side was starting to affect. You know, his Real wife was, was trying to tell on him last season, and yeah. and all of that. You know, what I'm saying, and Teddy was a straight up CIA by the book guy, but mm-hmm. then he ended up turning into a killer, and mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, and I just think that's why he want to get back in so bad because money brings power, and I think he was in a position where he could boss Javi around, he could boss Gustavo around if he wanted to, he could make the the cartel do what he wanted him to do. He can make really. He can make Frank do what he want to do too, because you know I got the product. Only thing though, I don't think he really had money like that. He had he had a, like you say he had the power over the moving the shit, but he was really doing with the money what they needed him to do with the, the money. mission. But don't think he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't. You know, trickling look. Now he wasn't tricking off his as bad as old boy, but you know. Yeah, that's why I say that's why I say that because like how we find out how much old boy was really skimming off the top. Yeah, on this episode, but um, but since he was out to see, he um. He felt like he could be used by them in a limited limited capacity. capacity yeah. Um, to find out what's going on. Yeah. But then, so, you know, he had that meeting and he told Have My, you know what I'm saying? He feel like he can come back and really help him out because he know things ain't going like they're supposed to be. And then it, it, they did another flashback, but they said it was six months ago. Um, and it's Avi. He's torturing or interrogating somebody. That he thinks is a, a Nazi. Yeah, he called him a Nazi. Um, and Avi tells Teddy that they're being played by everybody on all sides of the war, um, with the with the ammunition and the guns, yeah. weapons and all of that he, stuff. He said everybody making money except us. Mm-hmm. So then they it's fast forward a month, and then Teddy tells Havmai that they need to get out of um the thing in Iran. But um then they brought up Oliver North. It's like he um ready to push forward no matter what. So even mm-hmm. though they losing, he still want to keep the mission going. Right. Um. Teddy says that. The money used to fund the war has slowed down, and he asked what's going on in L.A. So he been surveilling everything that been going on. The whole on. time. Yeah, so he know, you know what I'm saying? He know the money's slowing down. Um, he's trying to get back on the Saint case at least long enough to see what's going wrong. Um, So then we fast forward to the present. Well, it really says three days ago, and we back with Teddy, and this is him back from the first episode when he had yep. on the uh, L.A.D. DWP DWP disguise Yeah and, um, and he taking pics Of the cars I don't know why He scratched my man car He knew him That's some hater shit That was some hater that shit That was some bro. hater shit that was, and, and that's why Teddy might have been like Fuck I could have had One of these motherfuckers uh-huh. If I had did this shit mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Or he's thinking Fuck motherfucker Ain't doing the right thing Yeah cause he fucking up the mi- Cause not only like Is he fucking up With like The, the um CIA mm-hmm. On their end and shit But like all them people Down there in, in like South America That's really fighting they losing because they don't got enough weapons and shit like that. So right. he he really fucking them over. Teddy definitely put put mission first. Yeah. Um, so to him, 
you took my job and you ain't doing the shit mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? And you got to remember, I think he kind of had a connection with, uh, what's my man in season two that he killed that was over there doing the fight that he was dealing the drugs with first. Oh, I know my man. You talking about that? He killed him in the bathroom or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he, he was going to go kill the white chick that her friend overdosed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I'm saying? So he had a little connection with him because remember he had to kill him, but before he killed him, he had met his wife when he flew over to the jungle. Mm-hmm. And him and his wife had got a little connection. And then, you know, I think he kind of felt bad to see how they was living, the reason why they was living that way. And then he had to off her husband. So now she kind of manning up the damn yeah. shit herself. So mm-hmm. now, you know what I'm saying, I owe this to her because I done killed her whole fucking husband. That was the lady that um knocked him out when she when he went there that time? Not that lady. Yeah. In season four. In, in, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only you fucking the mission up, but you ain't even... I owe these people this mm-hmm. And you yeah. ain't even sitting on the guns mm-hmm. And you over here Living living, a, living like you on blow For Ferrari Testarossa Goddamn Yeah um, But then He get back in his truck He already got pic- pictures Of uh, Franklin and Veronique Everybody really mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying um, And a uh, big Black Diamond And um, what's her name um, Dallas Dallas yeah. Black Diamond Ooh. and Dallas um, Grady meets up with Franklin And he says he can give him The price break If Franklin takes him up on a joyride in his plane. Um, and f- they mentioned how old Franklin was. He was like, you know what I'm saying? For some reason, he was 24 years old. Yep. Um, and, and, he, that, and he started, what, 18 or 19? 18 or 19, somewhere along. So it had been six years that he done been. Nah, that don't even sound right, though, B. What? Because the year is 1986. I could have swore the like the season one started like 82. He might not have been 19 then. We know he was out of high school. He was out of high because school because Mel was still in high school. I think he went to. I think he might have been two years older than Mel. Because Mel was about to graduate because she was supposed to go to uh, Spelman. Spelman, yeah. So maybe he was like one or two years 20. older than Mel. So he probably like 20. 1920, yeah. Okay. That still four years. What do you mean? 82 to 86. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um. So they go up in the plane and they talking about, you know what I'm saying? Um, have I mean a Grady was asking about you know what I'm saying have having kids and all kind of stuff ex wife you don't have yeah he asked what did he think um Veronique was the one uh-huh. he's like yeah I've had all of them in the one you know what I'm saying four of them <laughs> yeah there was the one until they no longer was uh-huh. and I think that's why Franklin liked um Grady more than he had like Reed like Reed was always business mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Grady kind of like let him they was he he wanted him to party and. Kind of be friends He was more down to earth You know yeah. what I'm saying Like I could come to you Like and you gotta remember They was investing in um, Properties and shit together yep. too Yeah he and, and he fucking Fucking Dallas You but, know what I'm saying But Franklin ain't knew that though He did you know, It come out later on Yeah okay. wait, wait, that, that same episode That you remember when Reed went to his You know We'll talk about it later Okay yeah. Alright Um. So yeah So Teddy and Have My They meet I think this is back in D.C. Um, and Teddy says it's a mess. He, uh, he said there's a disparity disparity between the product being moved and the money that's making its way to Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Um, he said they don't know how much is being scammed off the top, but it's probably mid seven figures. So my boy eating, eating, and eating. And, and when he said mid seven figures, I wonder if he meant like five hundred million mid or uh, mid seven figures. So well, seven figures is that's a, that's the million. That's a million. Yeah, so, so mid seven, so between so maybe five million, five million, or, or is mid seven figures? Okay, so if he, if he did been doing five hundred million, that'd have been what nine? Yeah, so it's mid okay. seven, so it's probably five, four, five million. He's skimming. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But this go back to um the first episode when um Franklin asked for the price break, 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? How much? They're going to start looking. Yeah, but if, 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 I, if I go back for a lower price, they're going to start looking at things. But the reason why is because you're you already skim- skimming. Yeah, you skimming bread all the time. You're already skimming. Yeah. Um, he also tells them that he's in legit business with the asset, meaning Franklin. And he's also in a relationship with one of Franklin's people, meaning Dallas. Uh, he suggests they handle the situation now before it turns bad. Um, and half my wonders if Franklin would work with him again, considering he murdered his father. Father. Now I'm talking about father. <laughs> Austin Powers. Pasha. Um, but Teddy says he doesn't know anything about that. Right. Do you think he killed Alton? No, because later in the episode when Franklin goes to call his mom, I think I think if Alton would have came up dead, they would have knew who's exactly who did it. Because, you know, Franklin already knew that his, um, Reed wanted to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So now as soon as we get out of the country, the one person in, other than the family that knew out of the country is Reed. So I think if them... Uh, maybe they just accepted the photo. I don't, I don't think Franklin would still work with Reed if he knew. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what Have My was saying. So, unless he made it look a certain way, because Reed nice with it. Now, he did have the pistol, but unless he made it look like that nigga. Because you see how he, how he did, old boy, you know, he might have, you know, made yeah, it so. look like a, a, a allergic reaction mm-hmm. or, you know, an accident mm-hmm. or something. So, yeah, so. Um, that was a good question But that that's your question I think he did it Reed leaves no rock unturned And no loose end But they had the country though Like And I, I still wanna in my, yeah, But do you remember What he did before he left though He went on the radio And said the man uh, CIA name Told him that he was the one Pumping the drugs in And he said I'm gonna release his real name To a person like Reed The person that Reed Thompson Had turned into Over the four seasons Or the five seasons Four seasons You think he about to let that ride I don't know man But he said I'll leave I'll leave all this Just let my son go Something right He was gonna let the reporter go At least least everybody thought He still But she was being too cocky She was talking too much shit That's the same shit Alton was doing Okay Alton went on Black national radio uh, Not national radio But LA radio and said a white man putting drugs in the community. His name Reed Thompson. And I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna say his real name. Da, 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 da. That ain't being cocky. Well, he, after this man done got your son well, off, well, off mean, of murder. No, well, I mean being cocky as far as like what not um wasn't she talking shit to Reed when they met at the restaurant? Wasn't Austin talking shit to Reed? Hmm. I, I can't remember Austin was the first nigga That put Franklin on game Was like They gonna use you Till they can't use you no more No no What I'm saying is like What happened first What happened first Was Remember they met In the dark And Sissy and Franklin Pulled up mm-hmm. And it was Reed Sissy Franklin All of them And Alton And Alton pulled a gun Was that before The radio station Or after the radio That's station That's before That's before the radio station mm-hmm. See this is around the time After the reporter had started uh, snooping around the, yeah, the shelter. Yeah, she was done dead then. But I'm saying that she had done, you know, bought up the shit about the shelter and about, you know, I know who your son is and all this and that. So now this is kind of at the time where Austin feeling like this need to be exposed. Because remember, um, yeah, this is what happened. This when the the remember the son and the daddy and the little daughter, the little baby was staying at the shelter. Yeah, and uh, remember the the daddy. Was out down in the street, getting high like in the street. Or whatever. But then remember he came back and when he was coming back, a dude killed him to take his rock. No, they found him on the side of the building, overdose or something, stab yeah. or something, right? That's when Austin started feeling like this shit that my son is doing is tearing down the community. And at some point, they're gonna use my son until he did scapegoat. And this man Reed Thompson don't like you. He don't love you. Like mm-hmm. he gonna fuck you over. So he was like, I could fix it all. Remember he was telling his sister, I could fix it all. This is before he told him my man, uh, uh what was his name? Uh um, 
Somebody just tagged me that shit the other day too. What's his name? Top notch. Top notch. Top yeah. top notch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> My man Top Notch got us passports. <laughs> we can go. Yeah, but this one he's like he can fix everything by killing Reed. Yeah. Um yeah, top notch. Yeah. So um Franklin is uh we at Franklin's house then the next scene and uh Veronique, she doing some some master planning. Mm-hmm. Um he tells her about the meeting with Grady. Um and then he was talking about Sage and the universe and shit. That's why I shout out to Shiana. Yep. Um I'm still trying to learn all that shit. Not learn it, but be understanding. Yeah. Um she even has the date that the baby would be born on the planner. Um and then she mentions the new deal and um he he that's when he mentions to her that he she'll have her own stake in the new deal of the building or whatever they, they yep. they're gonna invest in. Um and then the next scene, Franklin and uh Veronique, they take the plan to Louis and Jerome. Um, and that's what I think Franklin fuck up at because he already trying to make that plan, but include everybody else's money. You know what I'm saying? Like he already say, like he already saying, you know, the more private equity we bring, mm-hmm. the less the bank got to be involved. But mm-hmm. he kind of already trying to do this project and count, not count, but include Jerome Lewis money and um, Leon money. Well, I think it, I think he want to do it f- for them just so they can. Kind of get out the game. Yeah, he pitching it to get to go clean, but you can't really start a deal and you don't know if the money gonna be there. But he gonna be good regardless, though. I think he he'll do it regardless of them, but bringing them in a, a make a way for them and to make it cheaper on them. Yeah, but I mean, he can, like you said, he can get the banks involved. He just don't want to get the banks involved. Mm-hmm. So, um, you about to play that? What? Oh, I thought you were about to play that. Oh no, uh-uh. nah, but um. <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got nothing to play on this episode. Um, so yeah, they took the high profit uh, commercial deal, real estate deal to uh, Jerome and Louis, but um, the buy-in is ten, $10 million, million dollars. And, and um, Jerome said that about all we got. Mm-hmm. He said the deal was uh, legit money, and it involved making their money, moving their money from Panama to the states. Um, but like you said, it uh, um, stretched them thin, and they needed to discuss the details. Um, but afterward, Louis asked Franklin about Rob, and he told him that he had to take him out. Since he was on that pipe. Yeah. And then he let her know that Thad was taken care of too. Um, and then he left, but you can look at Jerome's face. He looking, he was like, Damn, that's nephew, a cold, that's, that's a cold, cold motherfucker. Yep. And that let him know that anybody can get if it. If you notice, Jerome been looking at Franklin kind of sideways since he killed what you call it? Since he killed uh uh oh uh that Andre. Yeah. Maybe before then. No, it's, it's a little bit after that. Because you gotta remember, you, he always says one thing: you don't do that, kill cops. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody know that. So once you do that, you know you kind of cross. You know he he was with Franklin when they killed old boy that robbed him. Oh yeah, you know when he made my man kill him. Yeah, we made his homeboy kill yeah. him. And, you know he he went there. He went to Rob house, and Jerome thought they was gonna you know do something to Rob Daddy when his, when, when Rob Daddy stole your motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? So like Jerome kind of was into that street shit, but once. Franklin across that line of killing the cop is kind of like it's a it, and even with that it's a line with Jerome with the street shit like Jerome only wanted to do so much with the streets you know what I'm saying until Louis got shot then he was all in yeah then he was all in yeah, yeah. he was all in because then you know he was kind of like in the beginning he was kind of like sunning Franklin Franklin but not in a bad way but kind of like nephew I'm with you mm-hmm. if we because remember at first he didn't want to get in the coke game because he thought it was too dangerous too until dangerous. He, he starts sending the money mm-hmm. and then you know it was a level where it's like it was Unk and Franklin. And then it was Franklin uh, kind of was level, mm-hmm. and then you know now it kind of like Franklin be talking to him like like he wanted to, like he you know what I'm saying not not worker. like he fat back but you know he a worker mm-hmm. I mean he ain't he ain't on his level like he make all the he do like he said in the um 
fucking the thing. I've got us out of all of this. Let me get us out of this. Like I've got us out of every motherfucking thing else. <laughs> that motherfucker, that boy. Hey, Dub C, Dub C did great. Get yeah, that motherfucker to get his uh his he accent did, and shit right. He did, bro. I can't him. I wonder who did. Um, he ain't on. He ain't with us no more. Um, Crip in peace. Um, uh, man, boy. Oh, he he's from England too. Nah, but he ain't. He ain't like that. Ain't how he talk. Oh, well, you know what? That's not how Jerome talk neither. Yeah, you you're right. Uh, Jerome is like from New York, talk like a, but he ain't from like no borough. He like from like a upstate, talk like a. He talk real problem like a banker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I don't know who did Man Boy, but I know Dub C did a great job with. Yeah. Like, Shut up and do, do the biscuit in the, in the <laughs> do the biscuit in the crave. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take the biscuit, Hold dip on. it in the crave. Hold on. <laughs> Speaking of biscuits, have you seen that video on Facebook or whatever with the big man eating chicken? He talking uh, uh, buttermilk, honey. He talking buttermilk biscuit. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That shit. I that nigga did. was he, he ate. Oh, I just he, he looked so. Oh, just the chicken. I just can't control it. <laughs> he put that nigga pick up that biscuit. It looked like a damn cookie in his hand. That shit was so small, bro. Paul. Buttermilk biscuit. Uh anyway. Um. Yeah. Then we go to Wanda. She gets a check. She's mad because the check. Is she short. got her side tooth back too. She did. Yeah, she, she lost. Uh, her she teeth, lost one of her tooth. Uh, her tooth fell. I like, remember she was smoking dope. She uh-huh. like, is that my tooth? Mm-hmm. She look alright now though. Um, her check short. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude gives some excuse about the money they get, but then he was like, "But you know, I can make it all better if you party with me." Mm-hmm. That was that's a phrase back then for fuck something. Yep, and I knew, <laughs> I knew. I was like, "Please flip over the coke. Please flip over the coke." And she flipped my man coke over. He was mad. She quit. Um, yeah. Uh. And then um, it's a scene of Gustavo. He dropping his niece off, and he, he's the most interesting to me right now. Gustavo, yeah, because we he we know the least about him out of everybody right now. Of, of as far as like what he doing or whatever. Yeah, like you know, you got to think about it. He probably done lost. He lost the most, the out, most of everybody. out of everybody. But you know, we know the least about him. Like. Right now, we know what business ventures Franklin got, Franklin got going on. We know what Louis and Jerome trying to do. I'm, we see Franklin, I mean uh, Leon in the project doing what he doing. We see what happened with Rob. We see what Reed got going on. We know that Sissy and maybe Alton is out of the country somewhere. Every time we see Gustavo, he got that jacket on with his hand in the pocket. He either with them kids or he with the dope. <laughs> the I wonder if that, but I mean like so, so like the Rob shit. We learned like we basically learned that Rob just was strung out. He was a free base. He was a base mm-hmm. head or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's really all you needed to know in Rob. And but he, we could tell that he still was working with Franklin them. Like yeah, but we always knew Rob. Like Rob was never that important though. Like Rob was just out in the valley doing his own thing, and they just put him in here and there. But he was though because I want to say last season when they were about to do the uh, shootout with uh, Scully, he was Rob there. was there. He was there. So he was important enough to be there. Um, but with Gustavo. I mean, I, I, maybe that's all we need to know about Gustavo. Like, he's he going to be there for his family. He got to be um, consistent enough in their lives to be able to take them to school every day. You know what I'm saying? For however long it's been since the last season. So, maybe maybe that's um, maybe that's all we needed to know about him. But I'm just saying, he's almost like a, like a ghost. Like a ghost you can see, though. Not like ghost from power, but like... Yeah. Just a mysterious ass nigga, the biggest nigga walking around, other than Big Dion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked the least. He's interacted with the least. I think he's the connect for the routes in Mexico. 
Maybe that's what his job is. That is his job. He's the one that came up with house. that. That's the reason why he put his cousin in, in that particular house because he had the, the hole in the floor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Who That nigga ended up getting killed by the Mexican police and his whole family. That's why he yeah. got the two little boys. Uh, okay. What about the sister? Whose sister? Remember, he had, remember the sister he got arrested at her house? Was, no, that wasn't his sister. That wasn't his sister? No, was that, that lady. That was... Uh, oh, is that Shamar, the dude we asked him about? That was uh, his like something like his ex. Oh, that, that, that was his ex or his cousin. It wasn't his sister. That was his ex or his cousin. He, he went in they drunk. Yeah, he was drunk. Yeah, he that was his arrested. ex or his cousin. His cousin. I want to say it was, it was his cousin, I want to say. I wonder is that the person that old boy was asking about. Remember he asked about her in the first episode and she was like, if he mm-hmm. bring her, she going to... He'll be they party all night. night. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if that was her. Um... And uh, the next scene, Jerome and Avi, they, uh, I mean, Jerome and Louis, they visit Avi to buy a case of oozes. Um, he called him the new Bonnie and Clyde. Um, and then we got the scene that you were talking about when um, Franklin called Sissy in Cuba, but it was, um, well, he told her that she was pregnant, that Veronique was pregnant, but the connection was poor. Um, quick, quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Didn't, at the end of last season, didn't um, Reed... Or either the other CIA guys show Gustavo pictures of Lucia. Yeah. Okay. I just want to show. Yeah, because he told. I want to say he asked him to see if he could find her. Okay. He asked him. Yeah. Okay. I want to show. I want Um. But even in that conversation when me when Reed met up with him at the school, he asked like, because I want to say he told him where she was, and he was like, you didn't, you never went to go see. Her. He was like, nah, I've, you know, it's, she's best left alone or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let, let her live a life with. Um, and then we go back to Wanda, and she visited Leon after she quit her sex line job. She asked him for a job, and he was like, "Nah, ain't nothing here for you." I think that's a bad deal, though. Yeah, but you know, um, like she, like he told her, like you tried this before a year ago, and the temptation was too much. That's why she walked away and went and got another job. Oh yeah, he they got to set up with something though, because either that or she gonna fall back. But into but the but you gotta think about it. it's trust it's trust issues because remember. They set her up with something the first time with being the um the cooker, and then remember she ran out and taught other motherfuckers how to cook. She got strung out, and then and she stole. Remember she stole like a whole stash house one time. But that was when she first got on that crack, though. That's what I'm saying. So now you running shit all day, um, because what what other job can they, unless they give a job at the uh the real estate office? That's what that's what I'm, I mean, because because she said she said at the thing she told somebody that um with her background or whatever. Nobody want to hire a, base, yeah, a former baser. Former baser, yeah. So they can pull some strings to get a job somewhere doing something. That way she don't got to be cooking cooking dope. I think if they could, they would have. Leon never tried. I think if she talked to Franklin, Franklin could. But you got to remember, Franklin been wanting her dead. You got to think about it. Franklin wanted her dead when he stole from and all that, but Leon talked him out of it. Leon wanted Franklin to leave Mel alone when she got strung out, but Franklin didn't want to leave, didn't want to kill Mel or hurt Mel. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, and then you remember uh, What's the name The reason Mel got strung out uh, What's the bitch name Wanda Wanda So you really think Franklin gonna let her Get a job after you done You got my boo strung out You stole from it You you you, 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 you told her, uh, the recipe The other people But she 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 helped set up Black Diamond and um, Dallas though She had to They had Remember they had to corner her And damn to make her do it they, they, She thought they was about to kill her But she on their side No no he, She living in the mama house yeah, that okay. What else you want me to do? <laughs> Help me get a job, so I won't be out here struggling, <laughs> baby. And I, he probably ain't charging no rent. He might not be, but still, that's what I'm saying. So like, you want more? And I don't even like you like I'm that. I'm just asking for a job. I don't even like you like that. And I gave you a place to stay. I got to. She, he got a like a some kind. I think 
Hopefully she don't go back into the doing drugs. I I, I think if she would have should have like been a little more stressed out when old boy after the party with him. I think. But she looked like she didn't give a fuck about that shit at all. She looked stressed out in the first episode when she was walking home from work. Mm. To me. Um then Frank, we get uh Franklin, he visits Leon in the projects and Leon he's coming back taking a busload of kids to uh what do you say? El Segundo. El Segundo. Yeah, because they, they used to go to Santa Monica, but they started getting harassed by the mm-hmm. police. And they had to go back because I left my wallet. And El Segundo. That's a he said that? No, that's an old song. Oh. That's an old song. It was I left my wallet in El Segundo. Anyway, I forgot. You were a few years younger than me. Facts. So, yeah. They talked about uh, the real estate development uh, opportunity, but Leon, he passed on it. Um, Leon content with his riches in the hood. Um, they discussed Rob. And Leon felt he could have gotten clean. Uh, Franklin knew they were too exposed and had to take care of it. Uh, he told Leon that Veronique was six weeks pregnant and the operation had to remain tight-knit. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, when uh, Lou and Jerome, when they went to um, meet with Ivy, whatever, they was talking, they had a conversation about being happy and being the, the modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. He was like, shit, I'm motherfucking happy. I'm rich. And he's saying a whole bunch of shit, but uh, they, and, they, and, and, you know, Louis kind of broke down, like you know, I appreciate you, you know, you mm-hmm. and this cousin me, and I know you didn't want to do this, but you here. Cause you remember, Louis left that nigga and all to go fuck with the uh, Claudia the lady, bitch. Uh-huh. yeah, like he ain't even want to be in this game to start. Like you got to think, Jerome wasn't on the level he at now, but Jerome was he cool. Still, he still, yeah, he, he was the he was the weed mm-hmm. man in the hood. He had, know, a, he, had he, a fly ride. He had a fly ride. He had, he had a respect in the hood because wasn't nobody gonna try him because he was on them big weightlifting mm-hmm. niggas. So. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, Louis drug him into this shit. And then when he got in it, she went and left him for Louis, for what's her name. And then he still took her back like she never left after she, Claudia beat her ass. She left him for something, though. No, you remember she was supposed to go get that deal. It's it, it supposed to get that deal for Franklin or something. And then, you know, Claudia was like, well, if you want this deal, you got to do this. And then they she ain't out and she ain't never left. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they had another. Cause remember, she kept playing uh, Louis in front of everybody. Like, yeah, if it wasn't for me, she'd still be turning tricks and dancing on the pole. And, you know, Louis got tired of that shit. And then she beat Louis ass, but Louis got the best of her. And then she came home all beat up, and Jerome re- received her with, you know, open arms. I wonder what um, book Leon gave uh, Franklin. He was like, You read that book I gave you? He's like, Nah, I had a chance to. Probably, probably something like a. What, 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 what that war book called? Something of War? Uh, Art of War? Uh, the Art of War. Mac of uh, yeah, the Ottawa. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, Teddy he sneaks in the greatest place. Grady recognized him even not, even without the disguise. He was like, "Oh, you left your wig," mm-hmm. so he knew who he was back then. Um, Teddy confronted Grady about stealing mid seven figures from the operation. Yeah, um, Grady felt like it was fine. Um. And Ted informed him that the con- his contract was canceled. And, um, you know, they had a little discussion, but Grady, he sat his gun on the table. And Grady realized <clears throat> that he had fucked up. That's why he, he told Franklin, like, go back and tell your your, your bosses or your high-ups that I got your message. Like, Grady would have thought, okay, they on to me, so let me let me get right. Mm-hmm. But even Marie was like, nah, it's too late. Keep your money, keep your cars. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just walk away. Yeah, just walk away, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Grady was like, oh, you're the guy. He's like, you're the rah, you're the guy. And mm-hmm. he figured it all out. Um, he he figured that um Teddy was the agent that he replaced. Almost went down with the ship because mm-hmm. you're the you're the you're the hero that didn't realize 
this was all a clown show or something like that. He mm-hmm. said, basically, like I said earlier, you, you taking this shit too serious, and really, this shit is all a fucking fuck fest, fuck show. Yeah. Um. You stole set mid seven figures. Oh well, everybody else is turning a blind eye. And I figured it'd be figured, all right. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. As any nigga would. Yeah, I know. I done took me at least about a cool meal. Of course, at yeah. least five hundred. Like, yeah, at least five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, but not no seven figures though. You wildin', wild, big time wildin'. wildin'. You wildin'. Um, later that night, Grady, he, as he was getting ready for bed, he took a drink of water. Then he collapsed from being poisoned. Water or wine? I don't know. He drunk something. Yeah. Um. So um. So that's when um, Teddy creeps in. He was like, your waist cost countless lives. And Grady, he threw up and died. But yeah, it did because they needed that money to fund, to the fund, fund what was going on. To get the weaponry. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think if he had just left that night, mm-hmm. you know, shit might have been cool. But I think just because, because think about it, even if he would have packed his shit to leave and he still took that drink of water or whatever, he still did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think Reed, the fact that he talked shit to Reed, when they were sitting in front of each other, I think yeah. Reed had that shit planned out. Yeah. To go ahead and get him out of there anyway, even if he had left. I don't. Well, I'm telling you, Reed is another motherfucker, man. He's not Teddy. I think no he would have. I think he would have let him go though. No, you don't think he would have let him. He let him? already done put the shit in the bottles. Remember when he came in? He's like, I, I love your wine selection. Oh, he put. He, he already he done put. Yeah, he already did that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So even if you would have left and drunk the wine two two weeks later, that was gonna happen. When when Reed when Reed went in there. To kill that man That's why Reed said You should have just left But he already had his mind He's gonna, he's gonna kill him anyway That's why he poisoned the wine The water Whatever it was Guess what What We'll never know the Shit we he do did, know He, he did dead. Know. Yeah um, The next scene is Franklin He received a knock At his crib um, He thought it was his old lady For getting her key But it was Teddy um, He confronted Franklin About being in bed With his contact uh-huh. Even sharing the real estate deals um, And then Teddy admitted they taking out his replacement and now they working together. Um, Franklin told the agent about greatest deal he had um, about the pricing going down, but um, he was like, "Nah, for right now the pricing pricing gonna be the same." Ten a key. Yeah. Um, Think about that, bro. Nineteen eighty six. You could get a well wholesale from the connect. You could get a, a Kia Coke for ten grand, and motherfuckers would turn around and sell that shit wholesale. You remember? You don't heard about uh, um. Paid in full with, with, with Apple and AZ on the boys. Them boys was buying them birds, 30, 33,000, 40,000. So you talking about you making a $20,000 profit back then. In, that's crazy. In 87. And that's if you sold it wholesale. Franklin yeah, Franklin was breaking the whole bitch down and putting it in the street. So you mm-hmm. know he was probably tripling that. But just imagine back then in 87, 86, you could have bought a Kia Coke for 10 grand, bro. That's a lot of money that you're going to make. Yeah. And you just trying to then wholesale it for 30 or 40? Did he get fronted at first? At first, he got fronted by Javi. He was getting oh, fronted yeah. by Javi. Remember, Javi told me he had two, a day to bring back, the, well, I think it was 15K or 14K, and he went and sold it to Claudia. And then the next time he tried to do the same shit, and then them boys jumped him. Jumped him, yeah, he took you. Yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, then, yeah. but then once he got to read, um, I think he, he done had bread. He had some money by the time he got to read. Yeah, because remember, he went to Oakland and got the recipe for the rock from uh, goat, from, uh, from Rizzo. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, did you when 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 Franklin stood up and asked him did he have did he want to say the cigar? Did you think he had a gun there? Uh, like at first, like, at first, no. 
But before they showed what was in there, when he went to close it, I thought he probably, being Franklin, I thought he probably had a like a recording device. When, yeah, the way Franklin was acting, when he stood up, I was like, man, he got to have a pistol in there. And then they showed up, I was like, yeah, I, I was right. I was thinking, Franklin's so calculated, I thought he was part of this recording conversation because I can't trust this motherfucker. But shit, what is that to record? The government in on it. Yeah, but if you try to take me down, I could get this recording to somebody. The same thing he tried to do with uh, the copy kill. Oh, yeah. Remember, he had a whole file that he was hiding that he had locked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so before uh, Reed leaves, well, before uh, Teddy leaves, Franklin called Reed, and he was like, yeah, Teddy dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said Reed dead, call me, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, Teddy. Yeah, Reed, Reed, Reed's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm Teddy. Basically, nigga, I'm your plug. You need to get in line. Yeah, it ain't, no, it ain't we ain't boys no more. Yeah. Even though. Even a little bit that we were, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I guess we're getting our, our, our final thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So who you think it. won the episode? Reed. You think Reed won. Reed won because he wanted to get back in his position, and he meticulously and calculated his way right back in there. He got his opposition, which was Grady, out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying he got back in the good graces with what's his name, Hot Follow. Have my, have my. He got back in his good graces. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm saying, and now, frankly, got to buy his dope through him again. Mm-hmm. And because he was uh, hell bent on the mission of the Contra War and, and getting um, weaponry and everything to the, the Contras, he could get do that again. Mm-hmm. So, all his objectives so far, he checked all his boxes. Yeah, yeah, he in, in, in the episode. That's what I said to Teddy because he back in. He doing what he want to do. The only thing he lost was when he, uh, I think they showed a clip of his wife. His wife and his kids his was with, kids another, with dude. another dude. Yeah, so. But he ain't never really gave a fuck about them until she came around and he wanted to fuck her. But when mm-hmm. it was in D.C., he ain't really yeah, he gave a fuck. About it, yeah. I think old boy had mentioned that too. He was like, your, your, your wife probably with somebody else, not raising your kids. Grady your did tell probably, him that. Like your family it, probably don't it, It's like your family you. treated you like shit. Your, your wife, uh, your kids don't talk to you. They don't like you. They probably, your wife hates your guts and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's why when he was dying on the ground, uh, Greedy told him, this wasn't because you insulted me. This is because you suck at, at you suck at your job. Mm-hmm. But that's why I really was. That's why I think it really was because you insulted. Because you insulted him. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Who you think lost the episode? Who I think lost? Uh. Naturally, I would say Grady because he he died. But I'm gonna say, in a way, Franklin lost the episode. And the reason why is because Grady refused to drop the price of the bricks. Mm-hmm. And in episode one, well, Teddy, uh, well, Teddy, and in episode one, um, Louis told Franklin, "We got to get the price drop because Inglewood is already threatening to go straight to the Columbians." Mm-hmm. And Teddy let it be known, "We're gonna keep the price where it at." So that might cause an issue on Inglewood's side or either on Louis and Jerome's side. Because now it's always been a threat, like Louis, uh, like Franklin told Grady, episode one, um, the the what he said, the the streets, is, the market in the streets is changing. You know what I'm saying? So now this shit might actually go into fruition, where other motherfuckers might start going, to other people get their coat. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe he lost. Yeah, I say Grady just because he lost, because he could have. In my mind, he could have just walked away with all his money, his cars, and all that. Until he took that damn sip or whatever he drunk. But I'm just saying, just in my mind, he could have walked away if he would have walked away. Instead of just um, and, and he threatened them He was like And tell them that I know a lot of information That they don't want to get out Yeah Yeah And when he said that He got to go Yeah he got to go But that's that's why I say he lost Who you most identify with This episode uh, In this episode I most identify with I'm going to say Leon mm. 
And the reason why I say Leon is because Leon said when Franklin went to him with that proposal to buy that compound or that building, Leon said, I just don't see no reason. And Franklin said, you know, it's better than well, you. Well, the compound and the building. It's two different things. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But Franklin told him that's better than you putting your money in the, under mattresses and shoebox or wherever the fuck you putting it. Mm-hmm. And Leon reply was, that's better than me putting money into a building that white folks ain't not even going to let black people live in. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like he's taking a stance of, yeah, I'm in the projects, but I'm with my people and I'm for my people before I go spend how much ever million to make more millions to fund these white folks that are not even going to be fucking with my people. I thought that was going to be their building, though. Depends what they're going to do. They never said what they're going to do with it. They're looking at it. They did say it's going to be a rental property, rather commercial, residential. They didn't yeah. say it. But they did say it's going to be rental. And then, remember, Veronique told Louis and Jerome, if we sell it, you're going to either double or triple your money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, therefore, so somebody way, gonna, yeah. yeah, so therefore, somebody will be paying some rent in there. Yeah, whoever can afford it. I mean, it's like Steve Ballmer. Remember that? That was the whole, not Steve Ballmer. Most of the guy that had the Clippers, uh, they had to sell them. Oh, um, hold on. Donald Sterling Donald Sterling Remember yeah. he had all the complaints About uh, all the um, apartment buildings That he owned That the Mexicans and blacks were Had complaints filed Because the, He either wouldn't let them live there Or He was a slumlord Yeah Yeah mm-hmm. uh, I probably most identify with Jerome You know what I'm saying Why? I'm rich <laughs> Getting good pussy <laughs> When it's sex weed baby when it, Yeah yeah. Um, the more things change The more they stay the same What you got on this one? <sighs> on this episode Well why you think Just you know Cocaine Okay that's what you say Yeah because We talked about it the other day uh, You can still get a Gram of cocaine For 100 to $125 mm-hmm. um, You can still get a key of cocaine For a couple You know a couple grand And that's still the preferred drug of choice, whether you the pusher or the user, unless you white, you know, and then you mean opioid shit. But I think here, forty years later, yeah, cocaine cool. is still prevalent in uh high mid society. Yeah, mid, mid high high mid, upper mid class mm-hmm. and crack is still in our neighborhood. I don't understand the crack shit though. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why not? Like niggas like, come on, what? Like crack? I don't understand it. Like like we said the other day. If you was in that first generation when crack hit in 85, 86, and you ain't knew no better, I that, get it. I get it. But when you in the 87, 88, 89, and you got an uncle that missing teeth, you got an uncle that your mom and say can't come to the family cookout. How cook you be out. young? No, I'm saying how you see how your uncle fucked up, and they tell you, yeah, your uncle crackhead. Like in about five or six years, I don't, I won't understand a new meth head. Like I just won't understand it. After you don't see what it could do to a motherfucker. Exactly. So uh, mine kind of along the lines of you, crack. You know, with Wanda, she can't get a job, this, that, and the third. Mm. Um, and people have, you know, harsh memories. They do. Once a crackhead, always a damn crackhead, no matter how good you do. And also, too, it's hard. At one time, it was almost impossible for a felon to come home and, and get, get a job. job. You know what I'm saying? But now, damn, I know a lot of people that come home from prison and getting jobs as an electrician or... Um, you know what I'm saying? Electrician. They finding work. Like, it's not impossible not to come home from prison. And you know Not find work Whereas before That was almost like You know They even told you in school If you, if you go to jail for drugs You can never get a job mm-hmm. You got to sell drugs The rest of your life mm-hmm. So I, I get what you're saying Along with that Yeah Well That's our thoughts For this episode Kane Let everybody know Where they can find you Man you can find me Every week man The Kane is able uh, Podcast every Wednesday man Find me on uh, Facebook Hennessy Black Instagram Underscore Hennessy Black With two C's uh, Email me Kane is able pod At gmail.com man You know where the fuck I be where I'm at Cause I'm able to do it yeah, man. And uh, find me on social media, Preacher underscore BP. 
Find the show, DJ Blaze Radio Show. No, DJ Blaze Show on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show. Uh, Yeah, man. Catch us next week. We do episode three of Snowfall. Uh, it's your boy, Be Easy. It's your boy, Kane. And we out. Holla.